You are listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht, Benjamin Pieske and Sam Gartner designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. Today we are talking about the most important background information you need to have. Are you curious what that is? Well, that was the intent of the title, so stay tuned. Do you know this feeling of that you're working on something and you want to convince someone else and you just can't get your point across? It's kind of like you're talking to a wall. Well, very often you're missing some really important background information. And this is what this episode is about. This episode and the whole podcast is run in association with PSI, a community dedicated to leading and promoting the use of statistics within the healthcare industry for the benefit of patients. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to the ever-growing video-on-demand content library, free registration to the many PSI webinars and much, much more. Head over to psiweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. Welcome to a new episode. Today it's again with Benjamin. Hi Benjamin, how are you doing? Hi Alex, very well. How are you? Very good. Today we are talking, as I mentioned in the introduction already, about business acumen, about the thing you need in order to move forward. And um, I have a more kind of um, clear definition or that is um, based on uh, Kevin Cope's definition, a fundamental cunning insight into how your organization functions operationally, scientifically, and politically, how it delivers value, and how it sustains and adapts its purpose now and in the future. And this is also the definition that we use in our leadership program that we are running. And um, if you, you know, review this uh, definition, Benjamin, what is something that stands out for you? <laughs> It's politically. <laughs> um, because I think this is one of the, the biggest underestimations in, in the whole definition of our day-to-day -day, uh, business acumen uh, or understanding of it. Because, you know, usually, you know, I'm, when I struggle to get something done or, and, and move, move things forward, uh, I usually challenge or, you know, my knowledge saying, well, I just don't understand what it is and we need to move forward. But just thinking like my brain is basically telling me, giving me like a, like a, or trying to give me a method of um, how to move on, how to understand things. But actually what's striking here is the, the word politically, because sometimes your brain doesn't help. It's just really about, um, it's about, you know, forces that are, Politically, so it, you know <laughs> that are yeah, yeah. off your off your radar and maybe even off your power at least initially. So, yeah, it's about you know a lot about the unwritten rules, so to say. 
When I started early in my career, maybe you know, two, three years into the into the uh, pharma industry, um, I was at a new company and um, I was working on a, a study protocol, and uh, that needed to go through some review committee. Right? Okay. Here's the process. Here's the SOP. Um, followed everything, we submitted it, and then we went to this governance meeting. And what a surprise, I got lots of pushback from the statistician on this governance meeting. And so it was tabled for the next meeting. I was, wait a minute, but you know, everything is clear. Why are all these kind of pushbacks there? And then I had a chat with my supervisor and he asked me, oh, did you speak to the statistician before the meeting? I said, no, why should I? Well, that is, you know, we statisticians always, you know, uh, talk before because we as statisticians want to be seen as a function that well cooperates and, you know, that there's no statistical issues discussed at these uh, governance meetings uh, because nobody else really understands what we are speaking about. So we always take these offline and clarify that up front. Oh, okay. So this was exactly such an unwritten rule. And because I didn't know it, we had a four weeks delay because that was the time between these governance meetings. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it's now, now this is an example of, you know, working together within a function, but it's also the same, you know, how you prepare to, to such a meeting outside, you know, for any key stakeholders that you might contact and work with upfront and not only starting in the meeting. And um, yeah, I think that is, that is a, you know, very good, um, very good definition and also, you know, maybe something that, that everyone should consider and really think of because, I mean, you just had an example about operationally, as I said, you know, if you have stakeholders like a medical person, you know, it's, it's about scientifically and, you know, and sometimes there's something behind which both isn't covering. Like, you know, if somebody has a goal setting for succeeding in this side or that side and, and you just don't know, this is then getting politically because, you know, it, there's no rational operationally, there's no rational scientifically, but this is then a political decision um, to take. And this is all um, something we, we have to consider when driving things forward. Yeah. And also you mentioned, you mentioned as talking to your supervisor, I think that is, that is, uh, it's good you have a supervisor to support you there and to give you ideas. And I, I think this is one of the key points where more experienced people can share their knowledge and their, their experience with the, the junior people. And, uh, and on the other hand, you can also request support from your supervisor, you know, in front of any, any important meeting to get this um, to, to, to help you understanding what could be potentially impacting um, any decision making during that meeting. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and be aware of kind of what are certain kind of higher up political agendas. Yeah. In one of my recent jobs, I was organizing a new team completely new team, pretty much from scratch. 
And um, I ran really into problems in a certain area because the functional lead of this new area uh, was also very new. I couldn't really get along with her because she was so new and really tried to kind of get a ground for herself. Yeah. So she was not very open for any, any collaboration because she said, well, that is my ground. Yeah? Don't touch it. Initially, I thought, well, this is one of the key areas where, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to collaborate and to improve things. But then I realized, no, it's just not the right timing. Yeah? This person first needs to establish her ground. And at the moment, just don't touch that topic. Yeah, don't go there. There was another area we uh, could work together with. And that lead had already established um, herself, had a good established group. And she, on the opposite, was really, really open for working together. She really kind of uh, embraced statistics. And um, so we had a really good you know, collaboration. So I thought, okay, focus my energy more on this stuff, um, create you know, value there, and just, you know, don't bang your head against the walls that you can't, you know, break um, because of agendas that are higher up. Uh, it's um, th that's really important to know. And um, the problematic thing is that it's sometimes really difficult to understand what's really going on. Um, you need to read between the lines of what's being said and what's not being said or how things are being said. Um, I was once in a, in a bigger meeting and there was an organizational announcement from a vice president. So someone that uh, reported into the um, board of the company. That person had a task to build a new data science organization or something like this. And um, he then mentioned something like, well, this new organization has this form. And he then I think he said something like, this is what the board wanted. <laughs> and if you read between the lines, you could see he was not happy with that. <laughs> yeah, because he said, this is what the board wanted, not what he wanted. Yeah? Not what he thought would be optimal. Yeah? They are understanding where people are coming from. What are their goals? Yeah? What are their objectives? What are their kind of personal agendas? Is really important to help you avoid yeah, falling into traps or getting stuck. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it's just it's just extremely difficult to find out. I mean, if you have a vice president uh, somewhere and and you know finding out what the personal goals are or the even the objectives like from the from the company, I mean, you can could probably find some 
straightforward goals that everyone has, like, you know, operational goals. And, but, but there's probably more. And that, that is the tricky thing. I, I think, you know, that's that we're talking about operationally or scientifically, that is things that we can usually cover. Um, you know, for example, when we, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, to reach something, working together with finance and suddenly realizing I have absolutely no idea how this is working in finance, like in accounting or whatsoever. So you can start digging into this and find out things and understanding the, the processes behind it. That is, that is something which is, um, may not be the most interesting part for you personally, but at least this is helping you to achieve. But you know, but scientifically, we do this on a day-to-day -day basis as well as statisticians. So working together with medics and, and trying to understand the therapeutic areas and, and the background of the disease. And, you know, it's not, you know, we are not, we are not, uh, we don't have a PhD in, me in medicine, but it's still something that we can probably, you know, with some experience figure out. And, and that's our approach, how we, how we move on. But politically, that is can, can be easy, can be extremely difficult. So that's the, the unknown and, and any of the, other, the, the decisions that we are um, making. So in your example, Alex, it's, it's really quite difficult. I mean, it's obvious that the board and the VP was not aligned in, mm -hmm. in, in the goals, uh, but what exactly is the, is the, uh, the goal for, for the VP to understand, um, to understand him and support him? directly so that is that is tricky to find out yeah it's um but it's really important to know the politics and then to when you for example present a new project or something like this understand what are the for example the buzzwords that you need to include yeah so if i don't know rebuild evidence is you know it's a big buzzword that everybody talks about yeah can you somehow kind of associate your project with real evidence yeah or everybody talks about ai yeah do you have any kind of logistic regression in your project that you kind of optimize a little bit and you do a little bit of a you know covariate selection that's AI <laughs> <laughs> and so um, you know have this political seveness try to develop it embrace it you know I think the, the important thing is to just take it as it is this is the world that we live in we can't change it so make the best out of it a long time ago I had this no I'm an not a political person. I don't want to get involved in that. Not at all. It doesn't help you. Yeah. Um, embrace it. Try to understand it and use it for your advantage. Yeah. Um, one of the key things is, for example, having a good network and know who knows who. It might be kind of, you know, they go to the ch same church. Yeah. I once uh, was talking with another supervisor and was talking with, um, a, with her about one of her direct reports. And she mentioned, I need to be really careful with her because she 
goes to the same church as my supervisor and they regularly talk each Sunday. <laughs> so things like this are really important to know. Yeah. Yes, or, playing, playing golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like this, like, oh, your supervisor plays golf with this, yeah. don't know, this other VP. Yeah. Oh, great. Leverage it. Yeah. yeah. Can, can you speak with him and say, oh, next time, you know, next week when you have your regular golf round, can you just drop these couple of things? Yeah. Make use of it. Everybody makes use of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should maybe just focus a little bit more on, on the on the day-to-day -day pieces because I think we, you know, when we talk with uh, decisions and, and new studies coming in, you know, just for, for a statistician, um, just breaking it down to the to the you know the, the key audience of us, maybe um, you know, we, we find some examples from from the study. I think it's it's for example when you present results or would you like move on and mm -hmm. like this you have to also think of who's who's listening and yep. in, in preparation of that so for the meeting for you know for any decision making meeting in, in your study you have to kind of go exactly the same route as as we just mentioned that like who who knows who who's working with whom maybe look into previous work that that people have published so you may might, might see um like a specific style of presentation maybe some focus on specific figures or statistical methodologies that people have been working on so they're familiar so if you if you come up with with uh, sophisticated stuff they might push back just simply because they're insecure and may not understand what you're presenting. So if you if you choose the same language as they as you know they are familiar with, that will help. That will yeah. help them to understand and support it because they're right away. Oh yeah, that's what I did already. So they're kind of being comfortable with the situation and 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 supporting you easily or easier than than they would if if it's completely unknown to them, like a new ground. And these are all the things that that you should be considering not for yep. the, you know, it's not, we're not talk, talking about like weekly meetings. I mean, even, even if you have team meetings, it's quite interesting to know if your lead programmer plays golf is, you know, with, <laughs> so it's kind of, you know, it's, but it's not the, it's not the really the key point. It's, uh, it's more about the really important ones where decisions are being made. I mean, it's yeah, but it's, you know, it helps you also to understand the flow of information in the company, yeah? The flow of information is a lot via these informal challenge, uh, channels, yeah? But it's also important to understand, the, you know, if you present, exam for example, study results, have in mind what are the different agendas. So, for example, um, let's say your supervisor Well, your supervisor, supervisor sits in these meetings and um, they have an agenda about uh, innovative analysis stuff. Yeah. Then point out where you have done something new or innovative. Yeah. Because he will look for materials that helps him with his agenda. Yeah. If there is, um, I don't know, the head of patient reported outcomes. Yeah. Make sure that you address 
you know, his agenda in terms of what he wants to see. Yeah, what are kind of, you know, anything that is patient-centered design or whatsoever, yeah, that may be on his uh, agenda. Um, that way you can prepare for questions um, in a much better way because you understand where they're coming from. You understand what's on their mind. You can understand what they need in order to move forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is this is um, no absolute. I mean, absolutely, we have you know understand where people come from, but it's also more than just the people. I mean, sometimes you, we have to um, go back, or go up like a like a higher step, even understanding what the the purpose of the company is. You know, yeah, it's, it, that's part of you know also the definition where you said it's you know how it's sustained and adapts in the purpose now and in the future and. And that is right, right away the picture of, you know, setting goals comes to my mind. So you have to like an overall goal and then you break it down into functions and you break it down to maybe two months, two year, to today or whatever. So that is exactly the same with the goals uh, for, for each of the individuals, but also for the company. So the company is the big picture. So, the, you know, each individual isn't successful if the company overall isn't successful. So and, and vice versa. So it's kind of a and, you know, you have to understand the financial aspect of this of the company if you see that there's a you know there's a you know problem on the one side then they want you know it's maybe the wrong time to to ask for more money you know yeah. if they if they're short of money then you know yeah. you better don't um, ask yeah so yeah you set up for for failure for this one and and these are the kind of the overall you know the wider picture that you need to do understand where where everyone is coming from so if you if there there's somebody from finance like a cfo or somebody joining the call um you know make sure as you said make sure it's the the uh you're addressing the needs or the, the question that that person might have but also make sure you understand what the background is so where we are in the situation Actually, as you talk about money, money is a really, really good indicator for power and influence. Follow the money. Yeah. Where's most of the money invested? You know, who controls the money? Who makes these calls? Will help you a lot in understanding how your business operates. Yeah. Is Most of the money controlled by some kind of global entity, yeah, and all, let's say, all affiliates need to request it from there, yeah, or is most of the money maybe in the affiliates, yeah, and the global organization is just there kind of to, to help orchestrate things, mm. yeah. Um, who in your company kind of makes the shots on small money is it marketing is it regulatory is it medical is it sales is it some other function yeah in your organization itself yeah who has most of the uh, most of the people who has most of the money yeah that is usually a very good indicator for influence And it is. I mean, and from from the CRO side, I think it's it's also the uh, understanding. So how the you know how the cash situation is with the client. Yeah. So yeah. if they you know it's the same. You know, if you if you demonstrate that that you know I have a lot of ideas and demonstrate this, and you actually know that there's 
you know, that they're just really, really short on things, then it might be unsuccessful, even though it's a good idea. And on the other hand, you know, if you shorten things and really focus on, on the key messages, let's say, and, and short, you know, even reduce outputs, I, I don't know, you know, whatever it could be, just keep it in mind. I mean, usually everyone is kind of saying, you know, they rather pay less than more, but you know, it's still there are differences and that is there is a sensitivity that you need to develop as well if you lead and discuss things with external um, yeah. yeah. Is something going wrong? And is there, you know, some search for who can we blame on it? <laughs> <laughs> things like that is really, really important. Okay, so we talked quite a lot about all these different aspects, especially the political aspects, the unwritten rules. Uh, of course, the written rules are also important. We talked about, you know, uh, leveraging passwords, knowing people's different connections and their agendas, their personal agendas. There's a lot you can learn about it. And to be honest, you never stop learning about these uh, <laughs> things. So keep having an eye on it. Um, learn about it in the lunch meetings that I very often recommend where you can you know, have informal discussions with all kinds of different people. Um, learn about it through, you know, the general communications that uh, gets you. Learn about it uh, during the one-to-ones with your supervisor. Uh, or if you have one-to-ones with your step supervisor, even better. These are all the different areas where you can learn about it so that you can leverage it in your day-to-day -day practices. Thanks so much. That was, again, an awesome discussion, Benjamin, and uh, stay tuned for next week. Bye. This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks to Rain who helps with the show in the background, and thank you for listening. Did you find this episode helpful? Well, sharing is caring. So please share it with your colleagues, with your friends, with your peers, or at least share it on social media. That would be great. And please tag me so that I can further distribute what you said as well and that I see it. Reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician.